0: Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast. And I'm very happy to be doing this show right now. And I want to talk about Wu-Tang Clan series of mics and men. I just want to get straight into this stuff. No music in the background, no nothing, nothing at all. I just want this to be straight, raw rhymey, as uh just as the Wu-Tang is. And um the Wu-Tang clan, I mean shit, if you don't know about the Wu-Tang clan, I need to tell you to come back to planet Earth, get out from under your rock. Wu Tang is the most famous hip hop conglomerate group, crew you could fucking think of coming out of uh, Long Island, Shaolin. Uh, no Staten Island I mean um and just different boroughs and everything and just from the show like out the gate I didn't know that RZA, JZA and ODB were cousins that they were related that Jizza had a whole other career um I knew RZA was Prince Rakim at one point but there was a point where they showed Jizza rapping in the 80s and uh, it was damn near a Big Daddy Kane style and um That really took me off guard because, you know, Jizza, I'm used to that Liquid sword style where he slows it down a bit. So to hear him rapping with a bit of a faster cadence and in that style, more so of the 80s, was very interesting. And it was really revealing because it just goes to show, like, the changes that artists go through. And um, everything about the documentary series was incredible. So what happened was I was just chilling with the family and uh, we just put on episode one. And I killed two episodes in the first day, and the second day I killed the other two. Um, But yeah, I gotta say it's like there is something special about everything because it takes you through um, the lives of each crew member. So you get to see what life was like for Method Man, Capadonna, Ghostface Killer etc cetera, etc cetera. like and i i'm gonna be rattling off names I, i'm gonna be able to say them all i know the wu-tang member names i just don't know if i can say them in the exact consecutive order of the rizza the jizza oh dirty bastard method man inspected deck you know raekwon the chef uh you know cat like like it is there are so many goddamn members of the wu-tang clan and um i know i feel like too like if if i break this down like my favorite members you know i I don't want to do all that but um the stories the stories were amazing um everything i want to talk about rizza first since rizza is the you know the self-proclaimed leader of the group and people look to him as such um the way that he planned everything out that he planned the way he planned out the branding the music the way he planned out the ideal of the group was incredible because he had the vision set up because he went through his past failures as prince rakim as a solo artist and he knew that it didn't go too well for him and see here's the story of rizza saying yeah i failed but i came back from it i think that's something that a lot of young artists need to understand because we live in this era where we're constantly striving to get W's and look good and all of that. But in reality, we're going to be taking some L's here and there. And, and <laughs> Prince Joaquin RZA acknowledges that loss. But then he explained how it helped build him into a better artist. And, you know, that that's one thing, too. Like And, and then you have Jizza, who was kind of in a similar boat where he was releasing music, but he wasn't exactly catching on. Um, then he developed and then they went and became the Wu-Tang Clan. Foley and then every everything kind of came into place and you know looking at the whole entire story of these guys from Staten Island who came together to make amazing music legendary and just seeing the footage like alone just seeing the footage of them living life kicking it and this is some archive footage I've seen before but there's a lot of footage that people haven't seen that was put out in this uh you know that was put out in the documentary but when I think about all this shit like I really uh one person that came out I've, I've always been a fan of you God, but uh I really came out a fan of you God as it came out of the documentary series, a fan of you God, as a person like as a person as an artist, but um I remember there was this scene where he was just talking to these these young dudes and just giving advice and just saying that in a lot of ways in this society money is the is the root of all evil, but it is a way to break free, and the story of Master killer. Uh, Was very enlightening The shit that he was going through at his home um, And how it all interconnects And man it's like Fucking Method Man spit a really nasty Freestyle during the show that was really dope. When they were sitting in the theater, looking at archive footage, hanging out, commentating on stuff. And this is where, where me as a hip hop fan, I want to see the B roll. I want to see the shit that didn't make the cut because I feel like that there were a lot of stories told that maybe that that didn't make the cut for whatever reason, you know, for time. But um, man, like there was a part that made me laugh so fucking hard where I think it was it went from RZA to Ghostface. They were doing the interview process and they were talking to Riza about something else entirely and then they they it was some crazy shit i don't remember but uh i think they were talking about um I don't know some some other shit, but basically then they they cut to Ghostface and he's like, yeah, you know what I mean. I got shot in the in the throat, but that's not why we wrote protect your neck. And that shit made me break down laughing because the the, the way they edited it was very funny because Ghostface was real. Like Ghostface like is a very serious dude, and um, I respect him a lot, man. Like I, I feel like Ghostface deserves a lot of respect and i feel like again action bronson like i'm not gonna say action bronson took his style but there is a clear similarity and i'm not saying that he took it but there is a similarity to it action bronson should acknowledge that and i do think that action disrespected him and that wasn't cool yada yada but um yo ghostface is that dude and uh man like just watching him do his thing and talk his shit and hearing his story about um, you know being from his hood, being from his hood, his brother having a, a muscular dystrophy, I believe having having a a serious health issue. Him growing I didn't know that about Ghostface. Like that's some very real shit. And um, I came out of this like just in awe of the knowledge of everybody, uh, learning about uh, the five percent, the the five percent, the tenets of being a five percenter, the pillars of that culture, everything. And it was just really, it was a learning process. Like that's the thing. As an artist, it is beautiful to learn And as a fan the culture, is beautiful to learn I learned nothing but good shit from this documentary um, I learned about the, the process But you also get to see certain pitfalls with the business And uh, RZA's brother I, I don't remember RZA's brother's name But RZA's brother uh, was managing Wu-Tang at, at one point and a lot of the financial shit, and there was a scene where they're having an argument about stuff, and I remember just talking to my girlfriend and just saying, "Yeah, that's that's pretty weird." And we we had this conversation too about RZA, because there was a scene in the documentary where RZA is sitting at this the head of the table eating with everybody, and he says, you know, something along the lines of his company being dominant, et cetera, et cetera, him being at the forefront. But in a way, it felt like he was kind of talking down to the other Wu-Tang members. And it kind of fucked me up because he was trying to say he was at the top of the heat. But in reality, I'm not going to front. If you really want to look at like people who are like superstars and in movies, that's kind of Method Man's role. Like Method Man's going to probably be put in a, me- a Marvel movie. And I feel like if Method Man and Ghost... I don't know if Ghostface was there. I don't think Ghostface was. I feel like if Meth and Ghost were there, that shit wouldn't have been said. And there are things where I definitely see the tension in the crew, the ego and shit. And I'm not gonna front. I see a lot of the ego coming from RZA, and that's not a jab at jab at RZA. You know, you need ego to get far in this industry. I understand, but there is an element of like, damn, these are these are this is your brotherhood. And, um, yeah, I kind of I kind of feel like if Method Man was there, he kind of would have canceled that shit out because it's like RZA's done movies, but Method Man's done bigger movies. You know, Method Man has had bigger solo projects. Like, he's the most successful solo Wu-Tang member if you really want to look at it numbers-wise. Like, him and Ghostface, um, to me, like, they're definitely... Like, Raekwon, like, the whole entire crew, in and, in and out of itself, is amazing. Like, Inspect the Deck, Inspector Deck, like, I forgot how many of um my favorite Wu-Tang verses come from Inspector Deck, like, on Triumph. Like, that shit. Socrates' philosophies and hypotheses can't define how I be dropping these mockeries. Like, the way that Inspector Rap, again, is ahead of its time. Like, all these dudes, what they were doing was ahead of its time. So, with the mics and men, what I do appreciate about this concept, them coming together to create the show was that it gave a great glimpse into their personal life and their friendship because their moms know each other, they were saying, and that was just really interesting. And and I got to talk about ODB, tears for ODB, drug-induced poetry. Um, shout out to J. Cole, that tears of ODB record is hard. It's off, um, what is it, Truly Yours 2? Truly Yours, no, Truly Yours 1. But um, Old Dirty Bastard, like his story, Um, Everything, you know, his personality It's hard not to love ODB And then seeing the footage where he's, like, coming out of jail He was in in throughout the system for a couple of years Um, And him kind of getting back into it That shit was hard to watch Because I feel like there was a lot of mixed energy Between him and RZA And uh, watching that stuff, it was definitely tough Because I could see, like, ODB wasn't exactly in the healthiest of states And, um, damn, it just was very tough to see and the interviews with odb's mom his family where she said that she didn't cry when she went and found his body because she knew that she could relax and realize he wasn't anywhere else doing anything get, getting into trouble that damn near made me cry you know what i mean the fact that odb was chased and shot by the police and then he called his mom and said mom I'm being shot at by the cops i don't have anything i asked the kind of stuff that makes your heart drop and um yeah, it it just is one of those things, like, of Mikes and men, I definitely think that this is a documentary y'all need to check out. Um, I'm going to be dropping four podcasts a week, so maybe you can listen to my podcast, boom, watch an episode, listen to my podcast, watch an episode, but I even the name of Mikes and men, like, it, it's Showtime, shout out to Showtime for doing this and premiering it, I really do like it, I'm happy they put the money behind it, and seeing Method Man, like, learning where they work, their summer jobs, like, seeing... More of that side of them Where they're they're talking to the youth And like that shit's important Because like for me I look at the Wu-Tang Like they're rap superheroes The Wu-Tang Clan That's like That's raps That's the rap Justice League The rap Avengers You know And um it, It's definitely wild You know To look at the crew You know Look at each story Everyone's Particular story And even see the issues That they had with the company Yes Certain things But um The brotherhood That is there And that forever Will be there is very real and i did learn a lot just about like the five percent nation just watching it um it just was very cool and the mentality of fucking rizza his ambitiousness his ambition and all of that like that really was cool because it does take an element of direction when you're doing something like this you have nine people in a crew you got to figure this out and i can't remember the story but the first manager of the crew i believe of wu-tang um was talking about how they were selling these records and how they they went on stretch and bobito and and again like i saw this overlap because i watched the stretch and bobito doc and then i and then seeing this you know how damn Stretching and bobito like they broke a lot of artists and shit they really did a lot and um shout out to them and and again like this is just me as like a hip-hop nerd geeking out um with all this stuff because of Mike's and men as it just as a fan i was very pleased i liked it a lot you know and i got a lot out of it and i'm not gonna spoil or spoil it or anything because i know the history is out there the history is there you know the documentary so there isn't anything i can really spoil this is the wu-tang life but um you know i'm a wu-tang fan like again like i remember going to best buy Buying thirty six chambers, buying the CD, buying CDs. Yes, I love the Wu Tang Clan. I love the music, and um, you know, shit. It's like when I when I if I like I'm gonna have to do a whole other podcast just about the Wu Tang entirely. But each member deserves their own episode on this show. Each member is very awesome. Like I would love to interview each guy, like each member of the Wu Tang Clan: Capadonna, um, Master Killer, You God, Inspector Deck. Everybody, Rayquan the chef. And Rayquan, I need to touch on Ray. I need to touch on Rayquan because um I think that Rayquan is one of the quieter dudes in the group, but when he speaks up, he is definitely heard. And I just watching him, I really do think that, that Ray is just a good fucking dude. Rayquan is a good dude. They're all good dudes, but Ray, I just remember like just watching this scene where they're in the projects and they hear gunshots and he any he, Kind of goes and comforts the kids Right behind me he's like yo it's good and just Seeing that kind of shit is like what makes me Root for people and um It's hard not to love the Wu-Tang Clan and want to Root for them to want to see them win You know to see like people like Method Man And shit like Method Man to me is like I grew up On how high Method Man Red Man then I got into Wu-Tang like So it's like Method Man is one of my favorite Members you know what I mean but to me it's hard I, I can't be one of those dudes oh these are my Favorite members cause it's tough because It's like each of these guys like there's something I take away from each artist in the crew, and I think that they all bring a special element uh that, that makes the Wu-Tang clan as significant as it is. You know, because you can't recreate what the Wu-Tang clan did in any way, shape, or fashion. Like, like if we're really gonna get into this shit, like into it, into it, into it. Like the fact of the matter is they took over the world with hip-hop. They they are they are such a big reason that hip-hop is where it's at now. Um, and I just wanted to show some respect Salute so them Say uh, much love to the documentary crew Who put it together Let me actually see who, who put together this stuff So I can give them your roses I'll give you guys your roses Of Mikes and Men Showtime I know it's showtime I don't Showtime But um, let's see dun, dun dun Program director Sasha Jenkins So shout out to y'all But let's see Dun, dun, dun. Wu Tang Clan became a household name in hip hop circles soon after releasing its seminal debut, Enter the Wu Tang 36 Chambers, in 1993 to celebrate its 25th anniversary. Damn, 25th anniversary. A four part docu series from filmmaker Sasha Jenkins looks back on the group's career, combining reflective interviews from each of the nine living members with never before seen archival footage and performances. Founding members RZA, Jizza, Old Dirty Bastard, Inspected Deck, Raekwon the Chef, You Guy, ghostface killer method man master killer and capadonna used ingenuity and entrepreneurial spirit to overcome the poverty and violence of 1970s and 80s Staten island in brooklyn but it was music and their shared lyrical prowess that allowed them to form perhaps the most recognizable musical movement in the world and that's true like they built this whole entire brand uh, that is just facts like they but they built this whole brand and um it's incredible, you know, it's self-made, and I remember I put out a post as soon as I saw I'm like, yo, don't spoil this for me, like, this is too good, even though I know about it, it's just, I've, I'm interested in the stories that, that come about from this, and, um, yeah, Wu-Tang of Mike's and Men, maybe they'll make a second season and touch more on the eras and stuff and touch more, oh, what, what, I gotta touch on some Martin Screlly. before I get too far, I gotta talk about Martin Shkreli and, um, the whole entire Wu-Tang album shit And honestly, I feel like RZA I'm not trying to be an asshole towards RZA I fuck with RZA But there are points in the documentary Where it's kind of hard not to look at him A little weird Not saying he's a snake I'm not saying that He's a cool dude He's a good guy It's just there's elements though In the business that can be a little bit twisted And, um, you know, just like Martin Skrelly Being able to buy that album That fucking limited Like one edition This uh, Once Upon Time in Shaolin this album, everything, and the way it was put together, you could tell like that there was something going on, and and the way the other members didn't feel fully inclusive with it. So, damn, like that, like when when it all comes down to that, like it it really makes me scratch my head. Like, how did this shit get into the hands of Martin Skrelly? of all people, Martin Sculli? You know, that's all. That's all I personally got to say. You know what I mean? Because I don't like Martin Squarely. I don't fuck with the dude. Hiking up medication. But I am just in awe. Like, how did this shit gets sold to him in the first place? But um, that's not my place. You know what I mean? That's business. And that's always going to be business. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not Lior Cohen. I'm not uh, Russell Simmons, Kevin Lyles. I'm not really too much. I know about the business side of this shit, but let's be fair, I'm an artist, so I'm always going to be on the end of, like, damn, like, the artist, like, the artist, the artist don't agree with the decision, why'd you do that, but, um, I guess, you know, really, like, from this documentary, what I loved is about, like, they they showed everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, disagreements and stuff, and, um, just, that's how brotherhood can be, that's how friendships can be, there can be some fuck shit, there can be arguments, but, At the end of the day, you come and you form like Voltron. And that's the story of the Wu-Tang Clan of mics and men. Just please go check it out. Um, Check it out on YouTube. I think I'll drop the link to the first episode below. Follow me on social media at Chase.HillHipHop. Chase.HillHipHop. Follow my podcast page at Chase Talks Hop. Let me double check that. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, yeah follow my pot yeah at chase at chase talks hip-hop podcast um i'm getting everything going i'm getting things i'm getting things working at a much rapid rate i feel like i got my schedule down and uh i'm just trying to push and uh keep working and doing my best you know what i mean that's what it's all about and um yeah I, i try my best to stay humble in this game and i'm thankful and once again Keep rocking in the free world. Nothing but love and appreciation and peace. Take care. This is Chase Talks Hip Hop. Once again, please follow me on Twitter, Instagram. I don't really fuck with Facebook. I'm going to have my website up soon. This is a year of great change, people, of great, wonderful things. I got some music videos coming. Woo! More shit, more stuff, more everything. Please go buy my album, Heart. Buy my album. Please, motherfuckers. Have a great day.